It's 6 o'clock on Dukes and Bell, the number one sports talk show in Atlanta for your ride home. Brought to you by Window Nation. Buy two windows, get two free. Visit windownation.com. Most people in the league don't think Jaws a bad guy. These, these are young people. These are not full-grown men. And they're expected to make full-grown men decisions. This is why, Mike, you need veterans in your locker room. Let me help lead you and show you. So many guys in the NBA will tell you, hey, I really have an appreciation for this person because he looked out for me or he showed me the way. He needs somebody in his life to go. But as we've learned from the NBA to the MLB, NFL, Hollywood movie stars, music business, Emperor has no clothes. Nobody in his circle is going to tell him what he doesn't want to hear. It's Radio 92.9 The Game. It's Dukes and Bell. We were talking about Ja Morant. There is another investigation in uh, Colorado now as to uh, the gun and what was going on there with that Instagram uh, live video that went public. And he is out, by the way. There is no word on when he'll be reinstated as far as when he'll play again as this investigation continues. He's supposed to miss two games, Mike. It may be four, it may be five. I don't know how many games he's going to ultimately miss. Yeah, and it's coming from the uh, the Grizzlies, the Colorado law enforcement, because you can't have a gun if you're under the influence. Not that we know he was, but he was sort of in the club, and people in his party were partying. So we'll see where it goes. But, you know, Adam Silver's kind of like an absentee landlord on this one, isn't he? He really is. I mean, I'd like to see some leadership from him, but I'm not, not sure what's going on there. And it just... The timing is just, look, there's gun violence every day in Atlanta. There's a story, the, the, the tragedy over by Clark, Atlanta. Everything, every every night you see something on the news and you don't need an NBA player acting around, walking around like it's the Wild West and he's Wyatt Earp, right? Yeah, it's a, it's an unfortunate story, um, but he's got to learn from it and grow from it. If not, Mike, he's not going to be in the league, and who knows where his life well, goes. Well, you brought up the Carmelo Anthony thing where eventually he kind of got got with the program and moved some of the people out of his life that weren't that weren't contributing to his life back yeah. in the day. Listen, we said it last week, right? As you rise, everybody can rise with you. I don't know who's making the influences on him. Somebody hit me up. They said, no excuses for Ja. His dad's in his life. Um, is he listening to dad? There's a difference between whether you, you, you know, you're listening and hearing what people are trying to tell you. We'll keep an eye out on that story. Other things going on around the NFL, breaking news that Geno Smith and the Seahawks are finalizing a three-year deal worth $105 million. He has the ability to earn $52 million in the first calendar year, which would be next season. Bonuses. And okay. But he's the comeback player of the year, Pro Bowl honors. Geno is going to be the quarterback for the Seahawks, Mike, which allows them to not use a – and they still could – a draft pick early if they want to do quarterback. I think they're going to try to make their defense better. But so now you're talking about Carr. Derek Carr is going to be a saint if you're just tuning in and joining us. Four years, $150 million. Now we know Geno Smith is going to be back with the Seahawks. Garoppolo's still out there. I think he's going to the Raiders. Lamar may be franchise tagged between now and, Mike, before the show's over, certainly right. before 4 o'clock tomorrow, so they can continue to maybe work out a long-term deal. But all of these quarterbacks we've been talking about, all of a sudden now you're starting to see the trickle effect. And for Atlanta Falcon fans that really crave Jalen Carter, waiting to see if there's no more information coming out of Athens other than he'll have his day in court and they'll get uh, that deal done. But you would have argued, Carl, that when Seattle does select, that uh, they'd be a guy at 5 it's either Jalen Carter, perhaps if Will Anderson is still on the board, they take Will Anderson and try to build a new Legion of Boom, you know, and try to get some big dudes that can get that defense right. So that would be, we've always considered, hey, the more quarterbacks in the mix, the better shot for a defensive stud, Geno Smith. And I think that's a fair contract. I think Geno has a ceiling in the postseason, but I think he did a hell of a job last year. Well, again, this is, this is not, you're not overpaying for him. Yeah. See, you're, getting, I, you're getting competent quarterback play, and you're not yeah. breaking the bank. You're, you're not overpaying for him. This is how I feel about Caleb McGarry. Let's not overpay for him. If you want to keep him, fine. <laughs> I don't want to overpay. So <clears throat> this is where um, 
GMs but, are, you know, Mike, they're going to, this is where some GMs go wrong. When you start to make these deals and you extend yourself with a guy who's not going to give you the return on investment. But you guys know every year the cap took a big, big jump this year. And right now we're up, we're going to be north of $72 million eventually when we, it depends on the Casey Hayward, what we do there. But we've got a lot of money. But it goes, as we said yesterday, we throw, I mean, on, on Friday, throwing those, some names out there, all of a sudden it's gone. The thing is, though, regardless of what you think about Caleb McGarry, Caleb McGarry, this is his one chance to get paid. Yes, it this is. This is one chance to get maximum yeah, dollars. 28? Correct. Yeah. So this is going to be the big contract for Caleb McGarry, whether it's here or somebody else, but somebody will overpay. For I just, to your point, I hope it ain't us. All right. The other NFL news, Calvin Ridley, we got to mention this because he has been reinstated by the NFL, which means we now get a fifth-round pick this year. So an additional fifth rounder, okay, and then we've got a conditional 2024 pick. Now, I know you're not worried about the future because I'm not. I don't know what I'm doing six months, eight months from now. But the fact is we're going to get an additional pick. Now, how this pick plays out is going to depend more on how Calvin Ridley plays, Mike, and if he has a good season. Size and extension with Jacksonville, it's ultimately going to be a second rounder. So that's the good news. Guys, and he has all the motivation to come back and disprove all of the critics wrong, we never thought Calvin Ridley was a bad player. He made bad decisions, which hurt us and hurt our team. Right. But if he plays at the level he played here with, with Trevor Lawrence, he more than likely will sign an extension there. Yeah, and that's good news for us because then the, uh, the compensation as far as the pick gets better and better. And as you just touched on it, I mean, that's a, that's a team which is primed to now you throw a weapon like that in the mix. And, and, and Trevor Lawrence is, again, if Calvin keeps his head on straight, yeah, you've got a tremendous offense under Coach Peterson. Hey, free agent-wise, and we mentioned this last hour, I'll throw some more names at you, Carl. I know that uh, there's some places that you'd say, Derek Henry, a couple guys on the Twitch. By the way, you can follow us on Twitch and on YouTube. Yeah. Our man Jason, a.k.a. Whispers, thanks, guys, does a really great job with the stream, so you'd watch us on YouTube and Twitch. But a lot of guys on Twitch were saying, yeah, we're not interested in Derek Henry, to Squid Billy's point. A team like the Buffalo Bills would be a nice landing spot for a guy like Derek Henry. They could use another weapon in the red zone. You know, and a guy that could really help that balance attack. And that's the per- that's a team which is already there with a piece that helps put them over the top on offense. They need more playmakers on offense. Chris or, or Bo, what is Henry's salary? He's a $10 million guy, right? I'm talking Correct. about it. Okay, 10.5 at running back. I'm not doing it, Mike. Not at that number. Yeah, and not for us. Guys, we're not a team where Derrick Henry puts us over the top. We're a team we got we to we got to go free agency. I, I say in the trenches. I know I threw the names at you again. Bud Dupree, uh, former Kentucky player, playing Steelers? with the Steelers. Okay. Bud Dupree is going to be cut, so he's a free agent. He is 30. Leonard Floyd is 30. Khalil Mack, I don't know if he, does it matter to you, he's 32. Because we just talked about... You know, what are we going to do? Rashawn Evans, Lorenzo Carter, other guys. But these are guys that names people recognize. All right, listen. If you're telling me I get Khalil Mack on a one-year deal, I'm cool. I'm not signing any of those guys you just mentioned to long-term no. deals. We just, we're still trying to build the core of our defense. And I asked the question outside of Grady, all right, put him aside. Where is the star power on this defense? I'm not trying to incorporate just experience and older guys that are only going to be here for a short period of time. I'm trying to build, Mike. If Grady is in his prime right now, and he is, the next three to four years, we need to make a run at a Super Bowl. How do I make that possible if you're signing guys like that who in three or four years are going to be 32, 34, 30? You can't do it. Right. And then we have the discussion. We'll continue it throughout the week, guys, because we've got all month long during the combine. Then you have the individual workouts, you know, the pro days around the schools, around the SEC and ACC. But – a lot of folks out there, it's a it's a real hot-button issue, and you brought up Anthony Richardson earlier today yeah. because he just blew it up at the Combine. But the body of work is more than Trey Lance. 
comparable to Josh Allen as far as completion percentage and an unpolished gem that you're going to have to work with with the coaching staff. But when it comes back to Atlanta, I just think we have to point out to folks, if you draft Anthony Richardson in this draft, he's got to start. And that means you're moving on from Desmond Ritter, and Desmond Ritter would just be here as a backup. Yeah, I just, you know, for three years now, think about our last three drafts. Just go back, right? We go Pitts when a lot of people thought, okay, what are we going to do? Now Matt was still here, right? And then we go Drake London. This is the third year in a row we've had a top 10 pick, and you're not picking a quarterback. And the last two have been, you know, let's be honest, painful from the standpoint, not talking about Pitts or, or London being the wrong picks, but we kept saying, all right, Matt's going at some point. Right. We got to get the next guy. And we just kept waiting, and, and we didn't do it while Matt was here. So now you find yourself three years in a row where you've got a top 10 pick. Not going to do it this year? Now, they did talk to all these guys. They talked to Anthony Richardson. You, you, they talked to all of them. But you talked to all the – I think that's where sometimes guys get it twisted. You talk to every potential quarterback who's going to go in that first round because teams might be looking for that quarterback. You may have expressed some interest, whether it's a bluff or a fugazi, but you're going to engage with all of these guys because potential leverage for trades. Yeah, there's, there's always a chance that something crazy could happen draft night. I just – if you've got a top ten pick, and we do again um, – I, you have to just feel so secure about where you are with Desmond Ritter. And I'm saying it now, and I'll say it at the beginning of the season. It's not a knock on Des. I hope Des balls out. If right. he's the guy, listen, I don't care who our quarterback is, to be honest with you. I need him to ball out. I need that guy to be a dude. I need him to make plays and get me excited. That's what I'm looking for. And, I just if, and, if, yeah. and if it's Desmond Ritter, so be it. But I'm going to say this, Mike. With Desmond Ritter, it's his rookie season. When the games roll back around in September and we're watching him, he's got four games under his belt. That's nothing in the NFL. But he does, and again, I know it's apples to oranges, but he does have nearly 50 starts from his time in Cincinnati, including big bowl games, semifinal games, the you know, Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl, played in big games against elite competition. I just think the, the nature of the defense, so the nature of the offense was so vanilla because we had to protect him against defenses. and there, He didn't get a chance to give you the wow So stuff. what changes this year better, with not protecting him? Better O-line, better offensive line, more weapons, you know, a better goal guard in front of you, a better right tackle. Maybe McGarry is here, I don't know. But better pieces on the offensive line, which don't require having to have a tight end back there or a fullback to chip, okay. where you can send more weapons down the field and really show what this guy can do. Yeah, I, I, and, and I hope you're right. I'm just saying... And that's the best case scenario. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, if you protected him last year because you were afraid that you didn't want to expose him or, for whatever reason, put him in bad situations, you're telling me in game five of his NFL career you're not doing the same thing? Don't know. I mean, how the dynamic of the team changes. Now, Pitts wasn't on the field. Well, by the time he got out there, Pitts was already injured. You know, he did get Coach Art is in his car right now going, you guys. He did get Drake London involved. Well, here's the thing. I would – Chris and I were talking during the commercial break, and Chris is – I – You've got me on the fence. I'm like, he's on one side, you're on the other side. Squid's definitely saying, no way, Jose. That's a convenient narrative. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, coach, I hope he's on vacation. Well, he's not on vacation. No, he's not. And by the way, Bill Belichick wasn't in Indianapolis. Sean McVay wasn't in Indianapolis. There were a lot of coaches, so I don't want to make it like, well, why wasn't Arthur present or at least talking? Not everybody was talking if they were there, if there at all. But Chris was saying... Build the trenches, get the fundamentals strong, and if we suck this year, then we'll go get a quarterback next year. Uh, It's always next year with you guys. Every stinking year, it's next year. Well, when is it going to be this year? Well, how about we? How about we make the commitment not, every year? Not lip service, but a commitment to drafting the best. Now we might draft a corner. 
we might get one of those. The corners, by the way, we didn't because nobody cares about corners. Christian Gonzalez had an incredible combine. He did. He's now considered top ten out of Oregon. And the other kid, if Gonzalez goes, would be uh, Devin Witherspoon from Illinois. I know you'd watch a lot of Illinois football, but these are the guys that are considered the best corners in the draft. Yeah, they 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 performed well uh, in the drills and the things that you're looking for. I don't have hey, a problem with this Frank, corner. Frank Clark has just been added to the list of free agents. Is that official, Bo, that Kansas City's moving on for Frank Clark? Reported. Okay. Reported, not official. Well, he's a tough dude. He mm. gets after the quarterback. He's been very good for Kansas City. Go get Hargrove and him. How about that? Okay. Man? Now we're now, now we're doing something. We also took a big chunk of our cap. <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> we're coming back. We got to talk about this rumor. I don't start them. I just talk about them once they're out. And this is a big one. It's Dukes and Homebuyers.com. Fair cash offers for as-is homes. Don't waste your time with repairs. Call 678-902-2000. Listen, we have a great city, but one of the things we don't have is all four majors. We've got the NFL. We've got the NBA. We've got Major League Baseball. MLS has come along and taken us by storm, and we love it, but at the end of the day, Hockey continues to be the one sport that we're missing. And, Mike, we've had a chance to have hockey in this city a couple of different times. Could the third time be a charm? And, guys, the rumor is out that there is expansion and relocation that's going to happen with the NHL and that we are one of the cities that is potentially going to maybe end up with a hockey team. Now, there's a lot of components to this, but let's just talk about it, Mike, from the, from the baseline of this and say, one, could we do it right this time? Yeah, I think there's a couple of components. I mean, like, I wish it would, uh, could work downtown, but a lot of folks have always been belly ached about the traffic and coming from where most hockey fans are, which are the Northern Burbs, that would be an issue. And look, we lamented, we talked about it earlier in the show, the uh, placement of uh, the new Braves ballpark up there at the battery. It was fantastic. It's been amazing so much so that everybody in baseball, every professional sports team, they don't have one, mm-hmm. wants what the Braves have built. And 285, you and I talked about it, getting in and out's a breeze. So we'll table the idea of downtown, although the, the State Farm Arena still has the uh, space for a hockey can still be played. The seats come back up. You could put a rink in there if you wanted to. Let's just say for argument's sake, someone's got the zillions of dollars, $650 million in the expansion fee, build your own facility. <laughs> Is it going to be up the 400 corridor? That's what everyone seems to be thinking. Because you'd, you'd be taking the sport to where most of the fans would live. Yeah. I, I, listen, I don't believe in anything in our city. If you want to go, you go. Right. If there's a show at Verizon, you go. If, if it's a show up in Gwinnett, you go. If it's something you want to do or you want to see, you, you end up going. And I don't know if that is a deterrent for people who say, why would you put it OTP? It's the same reason the Braves are having success with the battery. I don't think it stopped Braves fans from going to these games, even though we were all, oh, it's a mistake. So with that said, the money that you're talking about with this expansion fee, I believe that the reason why the new arena or whatever it would be, all right, whether it's a 17 or 18 or 20,000 seat arena, it makes sense for any new owner that would potentially come in here because they would own all of it. They would own the land and the development and the, right. the mixed-use development and all the stuff that, that guys like to do now. I'm talking about owners with teams, and you're seeing it around every sport. But here's the other part that is concerning, Mike. And, and when you say, could it work here? Is the city ready for it? I do think we would support it. I do think mm-hmm. we are. But part of this is hockey, specifically hockey, has a terrible TV deal. And if you brought an expansion team or you relocated somebody here, Mike, we're already going through this issue with Bally's. Right. I don't know if there's enough local money to support Mm. this from a TV standpoint 
when you start talking about the interest. I'm not talking about you or me or fans going to games. Guys, a big component of these teams' money is the local TV money and the contracts that they have. We already know they're going through a bunch of stuff in various markets. I don't know how that might affect the new potential of us getting a team here in Atlanta. And, again, you and I were kind of looking through the Rolodex of our friends who are billionaires here in Atlanta, and that ends with – well, Arthur Blank, and we know Tony Wrestler, but it would be something I've always felt Arthur Blank got behind it. But that's kind of like the answer for everything. If only Arthur Blank owned this team or owned True. that team. For yeah. years, our guys said they wanted him to own the Braves. But the Braves have got their stuff together. We've talked about what they've got going on at the battery. Yeah, I mean, if there's somebody who's going to come in. Now, Anson Carter, the rumor started back in October. John Butchagross, of course, Butchie from ESPN, put it out there. Hockey guy. If you're going to expand, you got to have two teams. Because right now it's 32. They'd probably want to go to 34. A uh, nice round number, even number. Phoenix is on life support playing in a dinky arena at Arizona State because the NHL's kept that thing on life support, which they should have done here in Atlanta, but they couldn't because of the litigious nature of the Atlanta Spirit Group who sued everybody. They sued each other. They sued the law firm that helped sue somebody else. So the NHL didn't want any of that smoke, and the Atlanta Spirit LLC, the greatest fraud ever perpetrated on Atlanta sports fans, ruined hockey. But never say never, because we're going to be, what, the sixth largest city in America here at some point? Yeah. We're, 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 you guys know why you live here. People live here. They never leave. There's a lot of transplants. And you said it. Nashville, they've created electricity there. Raleigh. Now, they do come and go when they're good or bad, but Raleigh's been successful. They won a Stanley Cup. Miami, that's a lot of transplants down there. That's different. Tampa Bay is the perfect example. It's electric down there. Yeah. We can do the same thing, but you just got to have the right ownership, Carl, and and build this thing. See, I always thought it could work downtown, but you got to. I always felt marketed to all of Atlanta, all, and I mean all, black, white, inside, outside the perimeter. Sure. But people get so hung up on coming downtown. As soon as I mentioned it today, I got the obligatory text or a, twi- a tweet about. Well, I'm worried about the crime down there. So all right, are you gonna hear, we're going to hear that old saw, then I guess you got to put it outside the perimeter. Well, it's silly because we go to Hawks games, and you go to Hawks games, and, and it's not an issue. Um, I, I just think from an ownership standpoint, why would I share a building if I didn't have to? Mm. Now, I will say— it's a great point. I, I, but I will say this. If you are Tony Wrestler and you have the building— Maybe you get involved and maybe you become a, a guy that brings in some other investors and maybe that is the route and maybe the easier route to go about this. But I still get back to, guys, the local TV money is a big deal. And we're already seeing where this potentially could go down the road with how this may shake out. And I'm just saying, you can't do this deal without it. You can't bring a team in here and hemorrhage $70 million a year because you don't have the local TV money supporting it. Nobody in their right mind, Mike, guys with money, men and women. It doesn't matter. I'm not putting that out there and knowing the the, the return on my investment is not going to be what it should be. So that is concerning, but just pie in the sky, I want it. I want to have all four majors. I would love to have hockey here. It would give us a whole other element that we haven't had in a very long time. And, Mike, you know, again, I think – where we're at in 2023, let's just say we don't. It doesn't happen until 2025. My my thought about this is where Atlanta is right now. We'd love it. I'm just telling you. I know that to anybody who's. It's funny. It's one of those sports that obviously it just has never translated to TV. television, and that's why Fox. Remember they had little red lasers and the tracers to show you where the puck was. I was at Madison Square Garden last Sunday. I was in Vegas the week before at T-Mobile, and again, Rangers are a heritage team, and, and what they're doing in Las Vegas. Carl, you've been there too. It's just unbelievable. But anyone who's never been to a hockey game, to me, it's my it's the greatest sport. I can't lie to you guys. It's my favorite sport in the whole wide world. I don't try to hit you over the head with it because we don't have a team to talk about here. We do get into it from time to time in a playoffs. Sure, By sure. the way, Conti and I, we did a podcast back in October. Put it back up. The link is up at Mike Bell ATL. Just talking about the, the star-crossed history of hockey here in Atlanta. Yeah. 
Um, and by the way, past means nothing. No. If, if, if we get an opportunity to have a team relocate or expansion or whatever it's going to be. But look how fast the Knights got in the Stanley Cups. I mean, finals. Unbelievable. Well, it was the first year they were good. First time I saw them, they were uh, unbelievable. Um, you can talk about all these smaller market teams, but I think the, the real example is that for a long time, hockey felt like the South wouldn't be able to support a team, and that's just been dispelled. Right. We've seen that. We know it. Mike mentioned it. I mean, hell, Tampa, what, the Buccaneers are winning Super Bowls, right. and the Lightning were winning you know, Stanley, Town, Cup, right. Stanley Cup championships. 404-741-0929. You can hit us up on our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line. We will keep our ears to the street, but it's out there. Mm. And whether or not it happens, I don't know, but I want it. Oh. Now, again, I got to be honest, living, you know, 56 miles from the Alabama state line, if I got to go to Alpharetta to watch it, it ain't going to be easy. <laughs> you know, I think you and, I think you and me will go, we'll go, we'll go have seats on this. What do you think? That's how my father used to do our Ranger tickets. We'd split it with another family and everybody, you know, could get to go. Anyway, guys, if we had a hockey team, what would you name it? Mm. Pro team. Obviously, we have the Gladiators, now branded as Atlanta. We, yes. They had the Thrashers thing, which is kind of cool. What would you name? A new NHL team in Atlanta, 404-741-0929. A little bit of fun with the puck tonight on the Game Winner. And the winner is... Time to take the Game Winner on Dukes and Bell. Your last chance to sound off on today's show. So don't stink. Call now, 404-741-0929. Today's question. Hey, man, yeah, talking about hockey just gets me excited. I mean, maybe it's a pipe dream. Maybe it's going nowhere. Maybe John Butchergrass knows something we don't know. Either way, if we need a new team, we need a new name. And I was just telling Carl, just right off the top of my head, because I, you, you want to come up with something that's cool, something had been used, and uh, something that doesn't uh, tie you in with other teams here locally, right? It's got to be fresh. True. So we got a car culture in Atlanta. Lord knows when I drive home, it's the Fast and the Furious with everybody at Fairbird. How about the Atlanta Red Line? Red Line divides the ice, center ice. Red Line revving up the Red Line. Just throwing it out there. Atlanta Red Line. That's not bad, it's man. It's not the worst, right? Screw no, it. I Does like it. Does it make it. you throw up in your mouth? What no, do you think? no, no. You down with it? I'm just throwing, just throwing it out here. It's kind of a double entendre, too, Exactamundo. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like that. I mean, you you know, you can soup up the zamboni. We put it, you know, we can put a put some twenties on the on the zamboni. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, who's up first, Chris tonight? Let's name a hockey team. Patrick, hey man, you're in the game. What you got? Hey man, hey man, hey man. I, I do miss hockey, man. I think the best, the highlight of hockey in Atlanta was Chris Lapuma and his boys, with the Atlanta Knights, winning right. the cup. Uh, unfortunately, that and that's horrible. But <laughs> perfect name. The new Atlanta hockey team would be Haymakers. And the perfect mm. opportunity would be whatever star they have sitting down and going, you know what? When I'm chilling out after a good good hockey game, there's nothing like chilling with my boys and making some wings with some of that fireshire and ale. How about the Atlanta Haymakers? I like it. I mean, I'm down That's with cool. it. Product placement sounds great. Yeah. No, you know, and I think it's important too, right? Right. You got to be able to market now, it. If you want to have real fun with it and take it back, take it down into a very simple notch, we have so many micro brews in Atlanta, the Atlanta beers. And you just have two, <laughs> you have two, you got two big glasses interlocking. I'm always down with that. Who's up next, Chris? Beer. Was it, was we, we throw beer onto yeah. the ice wasn't when, that the we, name? when something happens. <laughs> that name, was that the name of the team in basketball? They were the beers, like the, the guys who did South Park. Remember that movie they did? Uh, who's up? Sorry, Chris. Sweet, sweet. How would you name a hockey team if you ever got another one in this town? Hey, man. Hey, man. Uh, the first thing I got to tell you is 
I'm going to show my age. I hate these changes in baseball. Runners on second to start extra innings, screws with the records, everything else. Anyway, we'll get to that another time. Okay. I have two names for the hockey teams, either the Sentinel or the Fleet. Thanks, right. guys. I mean, more, more. But the Fleet would be more San Diego. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Sentinels. Now, again, if you and I can come up with some better ideas, we can copyright all this stuff and sit on it like those guys did up in Washington, waiting for Daniel Snyder to finally come up with a new name he was going to be willing to spend on. Right? That's true. That's true. Those were the rumors that somebody had uh, done, what, Red Hawks, and there's like every, there's like 15 different names that people had apparently locked up with a copyright, and uh, you'd have to go through them if you're going to rename your team. Chris, who's up next? It's our game winner brought to you by Dukes and Bell. Hey, man, ale. Let's go to O-Dog. Hey, man, you're in the game. Hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, hey, guys. Uh, first of all, thank y'all guys for coming down to Ace Hallway down there on the south side of College Park. South side? Appreciate you showing love. Thank you guys for showing up, man. Hey, no problem. Hey, now, here go my name. Now, see, y'all want to get some more black folks to come <laughs> see the hockey game. Right? Then we're going to call it. How about we call it, not the Flame, but the Atlanta Blue Flame. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. That's not bad. That's good. Now, again, along those lines, the Atlanta Cheetahs, <laughs> if we want to be indigenous That's to the uh, nightlife, not bad. <laughs> blue flames. <laughs> the Atlanta blue flames. That's funny. <laughs> well, uh, uh, Mike, I just got a text. Uh, one of my buddies said, no red line. Okay. Um, because of redlining in the history with red line okay. in real estate. And I said, you're right. I didn't think about that. <laughs> oh, so I didn't the, think about that. So the real tours would be upset with that? <laughs> I, I don't know, but this is what the world we remember, live in. Remember, you don't say realtor, it's real tour. You know, but he's I, I, redlining, yeah. you, you, there is a political... That's true. That is true. But there's just, something but, there. But I mean, hockey, it's a red line in the middle of the ice. I know, yeah, that is I know. The Atlanta gerrymanders. <laughs> Talk to your local congressman, don't look at me. Hey. Or state assemblyman. The other guys are in this up saying, what about the blades? Yeah, I mean, there's blades on the ice, on your skates. That's, you know, that's easy blades, and cool. Easy. What would you do? Two, two yeah. what would be the symbol? Like two skates? I mean, you can do whatever you want. You can even go medieval and have like two big like battle axes or something. Do you know what I mean? What? Who's up next, man? Jimmy? Hey, man. Ricky. And his cousin, Ricky. Hey, Ricky, you're in the game, man. What you got, bro? Hey, man. Hey, man. Hey. What? What if we just go with the Atlanta Knights? Are they still are they still around? Well, the I Knights... thought we should have gone with the Knights. I missed the Knights. They were gone by the time I got here. They, they finished up in 97. Oh, Vegas has it now, right? Vegas Black has Knights. the Golden Knights. Golden Knights. The Golden Knights. That's right. The owner of Las Vegas went to the U.S. Military Academy, and he wanted to use yep. Knights. Well, soccer teams have, I mean, how many Uniteds are there? <laughs> I mean. Well, we had Silverbacks, but that was the soccer team we had here in Atlanta. What about the Atlanta Express because of, you know, the, the railroad that went through here? Okay. That's not bad. I mean, you can't name your team Traffic. A lot of people would hit us up on the text line and say the Atlanta, Atlanta Gridlock. That's not bad. Now, the like, Atlanta Congestion. Yeah. Now, i got to be honest. Atlanta Gridlock is cool because it's got to you know, let's And now let's welcome your Atlanta Gridlock. What's your logo going to be? Cars sitting bumper to bumper? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I think there's one cool bird that hasn't been used yet to What's keep that? with the theme of the city. How about the Condors? Atlanta Condors. It's not bad. That's not uh, bad. I don't want another hockey team named after a damn bird. That's yeah. not bad. That's I mean, not bad. I never had a. I never liked the. I didn't. I didn't hate it, but I didn't love the Thrashers in the state bird. I just thought the colors were weak. I always thought we should have taken a page out of the Kings. I thought we should have been black and silver. Yeah. I just thought that would have been. Everybody would have worn the hats. You know. I mean, that's that's. I, I always thought we missed a marketing opportunity. Thrashers was just so family friendly. Welcome to Blue Land. It I is. Just, I didn't. I didn't. Dig. It is. I'm a little more aggressive. 
Chris, you got the final word if we're going to get into want, like hockey a hockey team. A sword and a guy's head being chopped off? What do you <laughs> I mean, want? Atlanta. Uh, more aggressive. What the do you Atlanta want? killers. No, you can't hey, do man. that. Hey, man. Hey, man. What you got, bro? Hey, man. Hey, man. All right. I was, sit- I was sitting in the car with my daughter, and she came up with a clever one. Uh, she wants to call it the Atlanta Aviators after the airport. Okay. That's not bad. A couple guys said Atlanta Flight to, to partner with what he just Ooh, said. Okay. See, that you just need something that's easy and that flows. So you, got the easy red, to remember. You, you got the red wings, so you couldn't be Atlanta Wings. No. You know? No, no. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We'll work on it. All the, by the way, like all these names, like Nashville, when they came up with the Predators, it fits. Right. Cool. Yeah. And it was, and they actually created this predator thing, which you don't know what it was. It's right. like a bobcat. What is it? Preds. I yeah. mean, it just fits. Uh, Chug Shave, uh, Jay Lamar Smith says, uh, John Creek Karens. <laughs> okay, that's not right. We're we going to come the, back. Could be the Buckhead Bettys. We're going to come back. We'll hand things over, get ready for tonight's game as the Hawks get ready to take on the heat here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. <laughs>